You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. This is episode 15. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about a great website for selling your photography and hopefully make a little bit of money. Coming up on episode 15 of the Liam Photography Podcast. You're listening to Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 15. I want to thank all my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes and any other podcatchers that you might be using. And also be sure to join the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. You can find show notes and links to any of the outside sites that are mentioned in today's episode at liamphotographypodcast.com. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a subject that I get emails about on a regular basis from student photographers especially, and that's where can I sell my photography? Aside from having my own website that has some sort of e-commerce platform as part of the website where I can sell prints or something like that, um, what are some other ways that I can sell my photographs? And I've used a few different sites. I've got my my images on a few different photography sites that allow photographers to join either for free or maybe you can join for free, but you're limited to how many uploads a month or a week you can do. And then you can upgrade for a certain amount of money a month or a year, and you can upload unlimited photos. You can submit them to Marketplace and stuff like that and try to make some money off your photos. And like I said, I've used quite a few of them over the years. I'm still on probably about three or four websites where I have some of my photos in those website marketplaces. And uh, a couple of them I've had success with and a couple of the others I haven't really sold anything with. So uh, those ones, of course, I don't pay for the upgraded membership. Since I'm not making any money, it's kind of silly to spend money if I'm not making any money in return. Um, so I, I stopped doing that. I stopped going with the paid membership on a couple of the sites. But one of the sites I really wanted to talk about today, because I've had so many photography students ask me where I've had the most success selling my images, is a website called I Am. And I Am is E-Y-E-E-M dot com. Now, IM is a photography hosting website that's based out of Germany. You can go to IM.com and join for free. And you create a profile. You can set a cover image for your profile, similar to what you might do on Facebook. You can upload uh, a logo or a picture of yourself as an avatar for your profile. And you can also upload your images. Now, whether or not you want to sell your images, that's completely up to you. I'm not saying you have to. I am is still a great website, um, photography site, just to upload some of your photos and share them with the photography community at large. It can be a great site for doing that if you're not sure if you want to sell your images or 
um, you're just starting in your photographic journey and you don't feel that you're experienced enough yet to be able to sell your images um, and expect to make any kind of money with it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I'm getting rich off, off of any of these websites, um, hardly. Uh, but it is cool to sell some of your images, you know, make some money off them, know that, you know, you have images that have a certain amount of demand in the commercial world that, you know, people are interested in buying them. So once you create your profile on IM, you can follow people, you can follow other photographers, just like you can on Instagram or, or follow people on Facebook or friend them on Facebook or whatever the case may be. You can do the same thing on IM's website. And like I said, once you have your, you create your free account, set up your profile, you can start uploading images. And when you go and upload a new image, um, you'll select the image from your computer, or you can also um, grab images that you already have in your Dropbox or Google Drive or Flickr account or Google, Google Photos, and you can import them right into your IM profile. Now, once you add an image to your IM profile, um, you can, you're gonna, it, their software is gonna scan. They have an AI system that's part of their website and it will scan your photo and it'll come up with a bunch of keywords that you can tag your photo. You know, if it's a landscape, it might come up with landscape, sunrise or sunset, um, nature, um, ocean, if it has a large body of water in it or lake or something like that. And, and you can choose to add all of the, the keywords that the AI has generated, or you can just pick and choose a, a few of them. I usually will use all of them because they're generally, their AI is fairly accurate. So you can get some really good tags without having to sit there and think of them off the top of your head and type them in and, and so on and so forth. But once you have the, you know, once you've uploaded the photo into the queue and it generates the, the keywords for you and you add them to your photo, you just give the photo a subject, a title, whatever you want to call it. Uh, one of my most popular ones on IM, I, I simply call Tybee Island Sunrise. And it's a beautiful landscape shot that I captured on the beach, from the beach on Tybee Island, Georgia in 2014. And I didn't do any post-processing. Uh, my girlfriend and I were staying at a hotel probably about 30, 40 minutes from Tybee Island that weekend. And we got up at 4.30 in the morning and had some quick breakfast and coffee. And we drove out to Tybee Island from, from the Savannah area. And we got out there probably 20, 30 minutes before the sun came up. And I set up my camera on a tripod right there on the beach. And as the sun came up over the Atlantic, I snapped a shot and it just turned out fabulous. I mean, the everything in the image has an orange glow, you know, sunrise glow to it. And I did not do any post-processing to the image at all. And I'll have any, a link to the image on my IM profile in the show notes for this episode. So you can check it out yourself, but I didn't do any doctoring of the photo. I haven't done any post-processing at all. That's straight out of the camera. And the entire scene, like I said, had a nice, really warm orange glow to it. You've got the sun big in the sky coming up over the Atlantic Ocean. 
And in the very, very far distance, there was a couple of uh, seagulls or something like that, but they, they more or less just show up as little specks in the background if, if you even notice them. Um, and you can see the water, you know, you can see the a little bit of the Atlantic Ocean from the beach, a little bit of the sand, and that's pretty much it. It was just a nice, quiet, peaceful sunrise morning, and I got a fabulous shot, and that has hands down been my most popular photo on IM. Now, getting back to what I was saying a moment ago, uh, like I said, you upload your photo to the queue, you tag the keywords, you give it a title or a subject. Um, you could also specify the location where the image was taken. And there's a little checkbox that you can check to say, I want to submit this photo to the IM marketplace. If you do that, then your photo, it gets uploaded immediately, but it doesn't go into the marketplace immediately because they have curators on their side that have to review the images first before they're allowed to be passed into the marketplace. You know, so if you, let's say you uploaded um, a, a portrait shoot that you did with a model, whether it's a professional model or just a person in general, your, your teenage daughter or son or something like that, or whatever the case may be, if you're going to upload a photo like that and want to sell it in the marketplace, then of course you got to have a model release. You can still put images in the marketplace without a model release um, under certain circumstances, but then they can only be sold for editorial use where um, a model or property release is not required. So anyways, once you get the images uploaded, you tag them and all that good stuff, you submit them to the marketplace and it'll, it'll take a little while. I, I'm not sure exactly how many curators they have on their side, but I know from the time you submit a photo for the mark to be considered for the marketplace until it actually gets in the marketplace, it could be a week or two. And I'm just being honest with you. But the nice thing is, is IM has some really great partnerships with other photography sites, marketplace sites. And one of their biggest ones is Getty Images. And I'm sure all of my listeners have, have heard of Getty Images. They're most listeners, especially if you're into photography at all, you're probably already familiar with Getty. And uh, Getty is one of those entities that you either love or hate. I, I don't know if there's really a happy medium. Um, they are probably the biggest photography marketplace in the world. Uh, there's millions, if not billions of photos in their online marketplace. And, but, you know, there's a lot of people that say, you know, they undercut the photographers, they pay them extremely little and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into any of that. I don't care about that. Um, that could possibly be a subject for another episode of the podcast. Um, but all I'm talking about today is how you can sell your photographs as a photographer, especially if you're just starting out, you're a novice or a hobbyist and you're not looking to be a full-time professional photographer, but you'd like to, you know, make a few extra bucks here and there with some of your images, especially as your skills improve. So a great way to do it is using the IM website and marketplace. And like I said, you'll submit it, the marketplace, it'll get reviewed by a curator, it'll get approved or denied or whatever the case may be. And then it can get passed off to what's known as the IM collection at Getty Images. And once it gets passed off to Getty Images, if you actually go to Getty and you search under the IM collection, chances are you'll be able to find your photographs there. I've actually got um, the subsection of the IM collection at Getty Images where my photos are. I have that bookmarked so I can pull it up anytime I want to. 
And right now I've got about 134 photos submitted to the, that are in the marketplace actively. And I've had a few of them that have sold here and there. Uh, I did a beautiful photograph of an antique clock um, that I actually shot in a local antique mall in Monroe, Georgia, a few years back. I, I just thought it was a really cool looking clock. It was a big round clock and it was hanging from uh, a wrought iron frame, kind of like it would outside a building, like maybe a bank back in the day or something like that. And it was an analog style clock, of course. And I thought it was just really beautiful, looked really cool. So I snapped a picture of it uh, during my first trip to Ian Henderson's Antique Mall in Monroe, Georgia. And I used my 85 millimeter 1.8 USM Canon lens, which gave me fantastic bokeh in the background behind this clock. And because it's an antique mall, there's a lot of people selling you know, their antiques and their tchotchkes and all that stuff there. Um, if you're not familiar with an antique mall, it's basically uh, usually a large one or more story building. Ian Henderson's is three stories altogether, uh, where people can rent a space for X number of dollars a month. And, for, and by renting that space, you're allowed to sell whatever tchotchkes or antiques or vintage items you want in your space. So it's kind of like a flea market only indoors. And you don't have to be there to man your space all the time. You put your items in the space and they have a special label and tagging system and all that good stuff. And the full-time employees that work there, you know, they make sure that when somebody buys one of the items from your space area, when the customer takes it up to the register, they pull the special tag off it. It identifies who it belongs to as well as the price. And you know, and your stuff gets sold. And I'm, I'm sure the antique mall probably gets a small commission off each sale in addition to uh, the few dollars a month they charge you to rent the space. But anyways, uh, getting to, I'm getting off track there a little bit too much, so I'm sorry for that. But anyways, this clock was just beautiful. It was a beautiful antique clock, analog on a wrought iron frame. And I thought it looked really cool. So I shot it with my 85 millimeter 1.8 lens and got fantastic bokeh balls in the background. Uh, because of other lighting that was, uh, other lights that were at the other end of the aisle from where I was shooting at the far end of the building. So it created a really cool effect. And I've sold uh, a couple, three copies of that clock on Yeti Images via the IM collection. And I've got uh, one or two other photos that I've sold a few copies of, but by far, hands down, the most popular image I have on the platform is my Tybee Island Sunrise. Um, seems to be extremely popular. I've had that photo. I've been on the IM uh, website for probably about four years now, or maybe, maybe going on five years. Uh, I kind of lost track, to be honest. But anyways, I shot that sunrise shot in 2014, and I think I uploaded it that same year to IM, or it might have been early 2015. Um, so I, I, maybe I've been on there four years, not quite five, you know, whatever the case may be. But that particular sunrise, I call, I just call it sunrise over the Atlantic Ocean, has been super, super popular on IM and on Getty Images. And to this date so far, I've sold probably around 750 copies of that image. Now, I know you're probably out there hearing this and you're thinking, oh my God, if he sold 750 copies of one photograph, he's got to be rolling in the money. No, that's not the case because 
they're, they offer different versions of your photograph once it's in the marketplace. So in other words, I could uh, potentially have a client that buys a copy of it because they want to use it for a blog post on their website. You know, they just need a low res, you know, small version of the image. You know, and in that case, you know, if I sell, if they sell, uh, you know, a low res small version of the of that photo to a client for use on a, you know, a one time use on a website for a blog or something like that, then, you know, I might only make two bucks or five bucks or whatever the case may be. But clients can also buy a high res version. They can buy it, you know, printed on a canvas, stretched canvas, and they can buy it framed and all that stuff. Then, yeah, you can make considerably more money. Uh, per sale that way. And I've actually had a, a few of the sales that, you know, my, my cut of the money was, uh, you know, about $150, $200, which is pretty good. So I, I've made some decent money with the image on there, but I haven't by any means, you know, gotten rich by selling uh, photos on the IM and Getty Images marketplace. But like I said, at the top of this episode, I, I have New photographers and especially uh, photography students ask me all the time, where are some of the places that I sell my images that they might be able to do the same thing? And especially because one of the things I really like about IM is anytime one of your images sells in their marketplace, you get an email. You know, you get an email basically, cha-ching, you sold a photo. This is how much you made. Um, click here to pay out and you have to sign up to receive your money. You can do it one of two ways. You can either do it via PayPal um, and have the money wired to your PayPal account, or you can have a paper check mailed to you, which, you know, if you're in the United States like I am, and I am is based in Germany, it'd probably take a while to get a paper check. And I'm not sure, but they might, uh, I'd have to go back and read the terms and conditions, but they might only mail a paper check after you've earned a certain amount of money. In other words, you the money gets held in a queue until you hit like a $50 mark or $100 mark or something like that, and then they'll cut you a check and mail it to you. But I'm not 100% certain on that because I haven't looked at that aspect of it for quite some time. But, you know, most people are going to want to use PayPal because PayPal is fairly common these days. You know, a lot of people have PayPal accounts, whether they do a eBaying or not, uh, because a lot of websites and a lot of companies take PayPal as a payment method uh, or allow you to, you know, you can run your credit card to buy something online through PayPal instead of just strictly through Visa or MasterCard or whatever, because, you know, with PayPal, you get a certain amount of buyer protection, if you will. So, you can get your money, you know, deposit into your PayPal account. Once you click the link to cash out your earnings, uh, the money will usually be in your PayPal account within three to five business days. So they're pretty quick on that, which is one of the things I really like. Uh, because one of the other sites that, um, that I have some of my photos in the marketplace, actually, I, I think I've taken most of them out now because I just got frustrated with them. And I'm not going to mention them by name because I don't want to, I don't want to bash anybody. But I sold uh, a beautiful photograph that I captured of a male lion at Zoo Atlanta. He was the male lion that they had in the lion habitat at the time, back in 2014. And I got a great capture of this male lion laying at the top of his habitat. There was like a hill on the backside of the habitat and he could climb up there and he had this massive round, uh, kind of roundish shaped, but flat on top rock that they referred to as his pride rock and he would lay up there and, and kind of survey his little kingdom there. 
And I, I snapped an amazing image of that male lion back in 2014, the same year that I took the Tybee Island sunrise shot. And I uploaded that one and put it in the marketplace of this other website. And I actually sold a copy of it. And, you know, I made a couple of hundred dollars for my share of the money, my, my cut of the, of the profit from the sale. But the thing I didn't like was, number one, they wouldn't tell me who bought the image. You know, and I, and I can understand, you know, these, these websites probably, they have to offer their client, uh, their, their buyers a certain amount of anonymity, I guess. Um, but it just really frustrated me that they wouldn't tell me who bought it or what they bought it for. And then later when I found out by doing a Google image search of that lion photo of mine and, I, and it popped up on a website and I sent the company a cease and desist uh, because I thought they were illegally using my photograph, that's when I finally found out who actually bought it. And it turned out it was National Geographic. And like, you know, like I said, I made a couple hundred dollars selling the, that lion photograph to Nat Geo. I beat out 10,000 other photographers um, and actually got the cover of their 2015 Big Cats, Cats textbook for uh, uh, for public schools. It's a public school textbook, uh, which is really cool. I mean, a lot of photographers, especially if they shoot wildlife, you know, a lot of photographers, that's their dream in life is to one day get a National Geographic cover. Now, granted, I didn't get the cover of the monthly National Geographic magazine, but I still got an AGO cover. It's still a pretty prestigious thing. And they not only bought my lion photo for the cover of this textbook, but they're using my photo as the cover wrap for this textbook. So in other words, my lion photograph, they wanted it, you know, full size because they actually, they're actually using it as the wrap cover for that textbook. So my lion photo is on both the front and the back because it's a wraparound of the entire book. And I'm also the first photography credit that's mentioned on the inside cover of the book. So that's pretty cool as well. Uh, but the thing that upset me was the website that sold that image to National Geographic for me really should have kind of pushed or forced Nat Geo to buy an exclusive license, which would have made me a lot more money. And, but then the, the flip side of that is I wouldn't be able to sell that same photograph to anybody else for X amount of time or maybe ever, depending on what the terms were. Um, so I was a little bit miffed that they didn't push them to buy an, ex, an exclusive license. Um, but on the other hand, it allowed me to, to upload that same lion photograph to other market websites and sell it on other platforms. So, and I believe I've also sold a couple of copies of the image on IM in the IM marketplace. So, but the big thing I didn't like about this other company is they not only, I personally felt they, they undercut my value of that work as a photographer by not asking that geo to buy an exclusive license where, you know, I could make as much money as possible from that image, especially if it's going to be on a book cover for goodness sakes. But that particular photography marketplace site, even after you sell a photograph, you have to wait 90 days to get your share of the money. And I thought that was kind of messed up because, you know, Nat Geo is paying for the photograph up front. You know, they're, they're paying up front to get a copy, a high resolution copy of my photo so that they can, you know, print it on the cover of their Big Cats textbook. 
and the company that's selling the photo for me is getting their cut of the money immediately, but I have to wait three months to get my share of the money. And so I thought that was a little bit messed up. So between the fact that they make you wait three months to get your share of the money when they get theirs up front, and the fact that I didn't feel that they were looking out for me enough as a photographer, you know, especially with a, a big multi-billion dollar company like National Geographic, they, they really should have pushed them to buy an exclusive license so that I could have made, you know, a bit more money off the photograph. You know, an exclusive license, I could have probably made a couple thousand dollars for the photo instead of only a couple hundred bucks. But hey, I still have the prestige of being able to say that one of my photos is on a National Geographic cover. And not a lot of photographers can say that. So that, that part of it is pretty cool. But getting back uh, to IAM, uh, like I said, IAM is by far my favorite outside website for selling my photographic work. Uh, and I've been on their website for, like I said, four to five years now. And I, I don't have hundreds of my photo photos in their website and marketplace. I've got 132 photos total and 126 in the market. And 55 of the ones I submitted to the market are in partner markets as well. So my images can actually sell on multiple, they can, they're submitted to multiple marketplaces where, where people can buy them whether they want to use them for a book cover or they want a, a canvas print to hang on the wall in their living room or they want to use it for an article on their website or something like that. You know, so I, I get more exposure that way, which which I really liked. Um, with the other company I mentioned a little bit ago, with the, the whole Nat Geo thing, when you submitted an image, you were only in their marketplace and they're, they're a good size site. And I'm not saying that they don't have you know, a decent number of clients for all I know they could, that particular site's based out of Canada. Um, but you're only submitted to their marketplace. And one of the things I do like about IM is you get submitted to the IM marketplace and your stuff that gets approved not only goes into their marketplace, but it also goes out to Getty and some other partner marketplaces that they're, you know, other companies that they're partnered with. So that is pretty cool. It gets you more exposure for your images and a higher chance of selling. So that is one of the, the websites that I would recommend for most of you out there that want to maybe test the waters a little bit on whether or not you could sell some of your photographs. That could be a really good way to do it. Um, and like I said, it doesn't cost anything to join IM. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't even know. I don't think I am even has a paid membership. Now they do have, they do offer a magazine that they sell. And I think they also do have uh, photography contests at different times that you can uh, pay a fee to get your, um, your photo or to uh, you pay a fee for a subscription to the magazine. I don't know how many issues they publish a year. I'm not sure on that. And they do run some uh, photography contests. I don't think you have to pay to, um, to um, have your photos in the, um, uh, in their contest. I'm not sure if you do or not. And you can win some prizes and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, but just, I am to me is just a really great set. I like it a lot. 
I think they're doing some really cool things to help out photographers and it's nice to have the marketplace. And like I said, once you create a profile, you can not only upload your photos and submit them to be considered for the marketplace, but you can also follow other photographers. You know, you can view other photographers work. Uh, when you go to their homepage, you get in kind of like a, a massive photography timeline newsfeed, if you will. That's um, in a nice grid grid format, so it's easy to view, and you can see some really amazing work on there. I mean, there's a lot of talented photographers all over the world, and some of them just have some really amazing work that are on the IM website. and And sometimes it's just fun to go and scroll through the homepage and look at what other people are working on, what they're posting, uh, personal projects, or you know, if they're working on children's portraits or wildlife or whatever the case may be, it can just be a lot of fun to look at what other photographers are doing for their passion projects or for a living. So that part can be really cool. And of course, when you find somebody's photograph on there that you like, you can give it a like by clicking a little heart. You can leave a comment as well, um, like you can on most any other site that uh, people commonly share photographs. And you can build a little bit of an audience on there if you submit photos regularly and, you know, put some of your best work on there, of course. You're going to build up a following. Um, I'm not as heavily on the site the last year or so as I was maybe in the past, just because I've been so busy with so many other things. I, you know, I work two full-time jobs right now. So <laughs> between that and doing this podcast and trying to build up my YouTube channels, you know, I'm stretched pretty thin, although... I did finish my bachelor's at the end of or beginning of November of 2018. So at least I'm no longer going to school full time and working two full time jobs. <laughs> so that's a little bit better. But there you have it. Um, there's an idea for a website that any photographers, any of you out there that love to take photographs, you can go to im.com, E-Y-E-M, E-Y-E-E-M.com. I apologize. And like I said, I'll have the link in the description show notes area as well. You can go there and you can sign up for free and you can start uploading your photographs and submitting them to the marketplace. And if you do decide to join IM, you can, you're perfectly welcome to follow me on there and I'll be happy to follow you back. I'm listed on there as Liam Douglas and my profile name on there similar to what you would have on instagram is at liam photography and you could find me on there i've currently got only 140 followers and i'm following 155 but i've got several hundred liked photos so i guess that's something <laughs> but anyways uh like i said if you decide that i am is something you want to try out uh, i definitely highly recommend it it's a great company a great site and, uh, I, you know, I think they treat photographers fairly well there with what they're doing with their platform. And uh, I definitely recommend it for any of you out there that might want to try to make a little bit of money with your photographs. See if, you know, if what you're doing is popular enough that people are interested in buying, you know, copies of your photos, because you'd be surprised. Uh, you know, I've got friends and uh, people that I'm in Facebook groups with that consider themselves only novice photographers or or hobbyist photographers. And it's funny because um, someone that's a Facebook friend of mine, Jeff Harmon, is the host of the Master Photography podcast, as well as the Photo Taco podcast. And um, and he's been doing pot. He's been doing photography podcasting for four or five years now. And 
he's like me. He works in IT full time and he does photography as well, but he considers himself only a hobbyist, even though he has some amazing sports photography work. Uh, he does uh, a lot of high school basketball sports photography, and he does amazing work. He's very, very talented, but <laughs> he only considers himself a hobbyist. I tell him all the time that I think he's crazy, that he's that he's pretty serious, and he's definitely good enough to be to be considered pro because his work is just amazing. And uh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. Uh, Jeff Harmon will be joining me as a guest on this podcast in the near future, probably during the month of May or possibly June. We've got a, he and I are going to hash out the details um, yet. And that's going to be very exciting. And the reason why I wanted him to come on the show is because I personally feel he's extremely talented as a sports photographer. And that's the subject that he's going to be my guest for is sports photography. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask a sports photographer, feel free to post them under that subject on the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. There is already an announcement post where you can submit questions that you would like me to add when I have Jeff on the show as my sports photography guest in the near future. So be sure to stop by the Facebook group. You, do, you can join the Facebook group. You do have to answer a question, but the question is, what is the name of the host of the Liam Photography Podcast? And that, of course, is me, Liam Douglas, or you can just put Liam. And I had the, the question as a requirement just to keep out the spam, spam and the robots and all that stuff, to keep all that garbage out of the Facebook group. You know, to keep it just real people that enjoy photography, enjoy learning more about photography, and enjoy sharing photography. That's what the, the Facebook podcast group is all about. All right, so I am going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. This is Liam Douglas. You've been listening to Liam Photography Podcast, episode 15, and I will see you next time.